Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 81 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. On the show this week, we've got week 11 of the Hastings Report with my co-host, ESFL veteran Leon Pettit. Timothy Booth Jones joins us again for his Tim's takes on our unfortunate FA Cup defeat for the ladies team and post-match from women's boss Billy Wood. And then we're joined by the SBTS Fan Roundtable boys to round up the week that was. Enjoy, grassroots football fans. And now over to episode 11 of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to introduce week 11 of the Hastings Report with my co-host, the wonderful Leon Pettit. Leon, how's that recovery going? Uh, Getting there. Went out for a run. Uh, When did I go out? Sunday, doing my my exercises, stretches and that. So I'll be going training Thursday, so see how it. Oh, it guys, I won't be playing though because I'm. I'll be at the Amex. Oh, you're going to the Brighton game? Yeah, watch, they... watch him lose. Watch him lose to Chelsea. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, no, you never know. Oh, the way Chelsea been playing since bloody Potter went Potter. Yeah. Well, talking of the famous visit to the Brighton, uh, old Willsey, he went to Brighton to watch what he thought was going to be a, a mauling in the Japan end, Japan versus South Africa in the World Cup. Oh, are you talking egg chasing? We're talking egg chasing now, yeah. Oh, all right, yeah. Well. Not a fan of that. Okay, fair enough. We're <laughs> no, I don't mind it, to be fair. But, you know, just for, just to be that, just to be difficult. That wouldn't be like you, would it, Leon? <laughs> <No>. right. <laughs> right, let's move straight into the results for the SCFL. Uh, first of all, we talk about the Peter Bentley Cup. Uh, second place, New Haven, were taking on Bexhill. In a game, Bexhill took the lead. With their first chance of the game, um, uh, it was fairly dominated by New Haven. They finally broke Bexhill down in the last minute and then they won it on pens. Um, James Stone scored for Bexhill and uh, Alfie Rogers got the goal in the last minute for uh, New Haven. And then obviously penalties happened. Your thoughts on the game? Unfortunate there for Bexhill, Leon. Yeah, I got sent the, um, the clip of the penalty decision and that was an absolute shocker from the refs I looked like Bexhill were on route to you know battle to a unlikely victory away at New Haven and I don't know if a gust of wind blew over the New Haven guy or what but a bit, a bit harsh from Bexhill Well seeing as you're ensconced you're one of the ESFL fraternity that's why you got to see that penalty and I didn't <laughs> so that's Bexhill bow out of the Peter Bentley Cup so then we move on to the league league action Little common travelling to Crowborough and Crowborough running out 2-0 winners. Um, Harvey Killick, who was a real menace to Little Little Common, opened the scoring with an absolute cracker. And uh, Crowborough sealed it with Lucas Moraine. Um, unfortunately, James Crone saw red for Little Common. Um, well, a bit of a shame there, for, uh, Little Common. They they turned their results around a little bit. But um, any thoughts on that game, Neil? No, I just I think we sort of agreed that Crowbro a bit of an unknown unknown in this league at the minute. The form's been a bit hit and miss. So I think from memory, I think it was a difficult one to to call. I think maybe we hope Little Common's form might have been might have been in their favour going into this game, but evidently not. Yeah. So then again we move on to um Little Common's next fixture, which was on the Saturday. Uh they were playing Milton United in the FA Vars. Milton took a surprise lead, um, lead uh, into half time, 
but a cracking half from the common saw. Uh, score three, uh, two from Lewis Hole and a goal from Sam Ellis. Your thoughts on uh, a great win for Little Common in the FA Vars? Yeah, and apparently a really good second half performance from uh, my from one of my in- insiders that was at the game. Yeah, well done to him. And um, yeah, first time in the second round. So this was their first time they ever reached the first round of the Vars and that was their first time in the second round. So away to Wallingford in Crowmarsh on the 12th of November. Right. I won't pretend yeah. where they are. Yeah. What, do you, any idea where they are in the, in, in the country? Uh, Oxfordshire, I think. Oxfordshire. Yeah, in the combined counties Premier North, so step uh, step five. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to the common. And then uh, finally, we've got uh, Bex Hill uh, travel to Horndean in the FA Vars, and a game where they were training at half time. Bex Hill come out of the block second half, and uh, they won this FA Vars fixture with goals from Tom Vickers and that goal machine, Jack Shonk. Your thoughts on the game? Uh, Leon, great win for Bexhill. Yeah, apparently they were. Yeah, well, they must have been really good to have gone gone away to Horndean and beat a side that had only let in one one home um, one goal at home so far this season. So yeah, apparently deserved yeah. deserved winners there. And um, yeah, I like like the no nonsense approach to the penalty, smacked it straight down the middle. Mm. And Shonky's goal. Um, I mean, it looked an own goal to me, but, you know, mm. he's claiming it. I guess if it was on target, then... That's it. It was going in anyway, obviously. Yeah, then, like like Little Common, that was their first time in the first round again. Now in the second round, where they've got Eastbourne Town at home on the 12th of November. So, yeah. hopefully a, a nice... down for that as well. Yeah, hopefully know. a nice little, um, nice, decent gate for them. A bit through the turnstile, so... Yeah, the town bring a few, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not obviously not too far for him to go either. So yeah. hopefully it'll be a decent crowd there. Cracking stuff. So I'll be looking at the fixtures for uh, coming up. So Little Common have got Halsham Town uh, in the Sussex Principal RUR Charity Cup. Just mentioning it. Uh, if anyone knows what that cup's about, I have tried to inquire. Uh, please fill us in, anyone that's listening or watching. Uh, yeah, that game's on the 25th. That's a, a quarter to eight kickoff. And then uh, the day after, Bexhill entertained Montpellier Villas, um, uh, same time in that cup. Then Bexhill have got Broadbridge Heath at home. Uh, Broadbridge Heath, as uh, Leon's just reminded me, top of the league. Uh, I mean, that's the side you want at your ground. So there should be a few there. Um, Bexhill's chances, Leon? Who who knows? I mean, I've obviously just got a good result in the Vars to a team of, you know, very strong in the equivalent. League, but um, yeah, Brook Broadbridge are are flying at the minute, so I don't want to call it. <laughs> uh, fair enough, then they, they've uh, got to keep an eye on their danger man, Lewis Kroll. He's got 14 goals in 16 games, so that'll be the one for them to to keep an eye out for. You never know, the Shonka, the Shonka might surprise you. The uh, then obviously, little common uh, uh, travel to Mid Midhurst and Eastbourne, a game that. Possibly Little Common could get some points from. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sort of the Midhurst are sort of, you know, sitting mid-table-ish at the minute. So I think yeah. Little Common will be looking to pick up some points from that. Good stuff. Right, so we move on to the Mid-Sussex League. Uh, first of all, results. Uh, Sutherland Rangers uh, entertained Uckfield Town. Seconds in the Mid-Sussex Senior County Cup. 
and Charity Cup, sorry. Uckfield won well. Uh, Joshua Wright got a couple. Mitchell Pope and Joe Miller with uh, Settlescombe getting a goal from Lucas Zon. Any thoughts on that game, uh, Leon? Uh, I was surprised to see that result. I think if I was Settlescombe, I'd be disappointed seeing as Uckfield a um, division below and sort of sh- seem to be struggling. So it's um, yeah, a cup upset there, obviously. Okay, and then then we move on to the the big game the big game of in the league uh, on on the Saturday, which was Hollington against Westfield. Um, uh, well, I mean a, a hat trick from uh, Dan Tewksbury, the other from Lee Carey. I mean it was Crawl and Westfield who battled battled aimably. Uh, they just lacked that final ball. I mean that's ten out of ten for Hollington wins wise. Um, but you know Westfield ain't out of it, and I know that obviously both of us managed to get to that game. Uh, Leon, your thoughts? Um, just well, what you've touched upon already, really. I think the general consensus was that both teams were evenly matched for about seventy odd minutes of the game. Um, sort of cancelled each. Well, obviously, you know, Hollington took the lead in the first half, didn't they? But then, sort of rest of the game, they sort of cancelled each other out. Really, both goalkeepers pulled us some some really good saves, in particular. Mm. Um, I think it's Elliot Stokes in goal for Hollington. It looked to be. The Westfield player pulled off a really good shot. It looked to be going right in the bottom corner, and Stoke somehow was stretched across and pulled a brilliant save out. And then something like that really has just changed changed the outcome of the game, doesn't it? If that had gone in for Westfield, then they might have got a result. But obviously, Hollington then sort of went on to grab three, and was it in the last sort of 15, 15 odd minutes? So it was, yeah, no, it's good. It's a good entertaining game up up there. It's good. Decent crowd, must yeah, well into three figures. Yeah, no, definitely. Which at that level is some real, really. I mean, I don't want to say that I turned up because I only saw the last half an hour, I think, and I turned up and then Hellington scored three. So I am bad luck for Westfield. <laughs> yeah. I do apologize. I do apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the d- difference, the clinical finishing, wasn't it? I mean, mm, they just. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a different class, Hollington. Yeah, going, going so- from strength to strength, and they. Bear in mind as well that they were missing six. Oh yeah, that's well, true. So they weren't they weren't full strength. But I mean, take nothing away from Westfield. They obviously, gave it a good goal. And I think when you went to their last game, you said Westfield sort of got bullied out of it a bit, and there's no sign of that. Yeah, not, I, I thought I thought Sam Willett did a really good job marking Paul Rogers at the back there, and mm. um, it started out quite entertaining really because Callum Smith got sent off the last game, and I thought he was going to get sent off again. He got booked <laughs> within the first. Two, three minutes, a uh, bit of a bit of a needless yellow, but it was f- fun to watch. No, d- nonetheless, so uh, I missed all uh, the cards. I missed all the cards. Yeah, when I did, got, all the cards were gone. So. Yeah, there've been a few dished out. Yeah, I'm, um, it was Stuart Ramsey, it's the ref, Scott mm. Ramsey's brother. And mm. Obviously, a lot of local people are going to know him, but yeah, he's, he don't take any shit. Basically, it's, <laughs> it, it's just funny to watch. <laughs> no, and uh, yeah. That's, yeah, Hollington, I mean, they're nailed on. They're winning this league now. Uh, but, you know, yeah. just as a reminder, how many people go up? Is there a playoff? No, two, two go up. Two go on, up. Depending on, um, obviously, who applies for promotion, ground, you know, ground grading. I know, um, I think Hollington tweeted saying, like, Gino, is it Gino Forte? It was interesting coming on the pod. So it'd be good to get someone from there on here because I'll be interested to know because obviously they've got ambitions to make this, fi- finally make the step up into senior football which has been a long time coming for a club like Hollington 
obviously it's what'd be interesting to know exactly you know what they plan to do because i think their pitch apparently is quite is too small yeah then obviously you need you know is stuff like floodlights and stands which is going to need planning so it would be i'd be interested to interested to hear exactly what their plans are regarding their grounds at least yeah no we'll definitely try and get him on in the next week or two uh yeah should be interesting you know the, mm. the things are happening uh at the givens aren't they so yeah Right, so then moving on, uh, Cookfield Rangers were playing Battle Town, and Battle Town uh, back to winning ways. Three second half goals, a brace from Dean Boyd, and one from Adam Robinson. I mean, it's a great result, really. I mean, um, Cookfield fourth, Battle Town spanked him at home, didn't they? Yeah, well, great result for Battle. Did not expect that at all. I think he was a bit saying Battle would should be happy with a point there, and then they go and absolutely roll him over. So. Yeah, great, great, great results to see. Nice to see battle, you know, looking at home in this league now. Okay, I think we, I'd, I'd sort of said like Cookfield probably might be the the other team other than Hollington to mm. you know, sort of smash this league, but that's two losses now for them. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. yeah, right. So moving on to the fixtures, fixtures, upcoming fixtures. So, uh, on the twenty ninth. Rygate Priory will be entertaining Sutherland Rangers at Rygate Priory CC. That's a two o'clock kickoff. How do we see that one? Uh, Sutherland are a funny old team. I mean, do you think they're going to get anything from Rygate Priory? I don't want to call it really. To be fair, they're both. You're getting splinters yeah. on that arse, you are, mate. You're yeah. definitely getting splinters. Um, well, then we got. I can only see what's in front of me, can't I? So it's only <laughs> a lot. A lot of. Um... Both both their teams' forms include a lot of W's and L's, so mm. very nice. Yeah. Right. Then uh Westfield entertaining Cookfield at uh, the Parish Field at Parish Field, obviously. That's a, again a two o'clock kickoff. And uh well, if Battle Town can do it, I certainly Westfield can. I i I'm seeing three points there for Westfield. What about what do you think, Leon? Um well yeah, if they play like they did on Saturday, then there's a good chance of him picking up points, but Cookfield are a good good side and obviously they're coming off of, you know losing to battle so they're going to have a point to prove I think so it could be, um, could be an entertaining game yeah. uh, Cookfield have a top top goal scorer in the league as well uh, Luke Trotter who scored 10 so no he's the second top goal scorer excuse me so um, yeah one for them to keep an eye out but get get Sam Sam Willett yeah, on get him Sam he's Willett. Absolute, absolute rock at the back yeah I'm sure he'll wind him up no doubt and... <laughs> Yeah, putting a few yeah. tackles. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, come on, Sam. Anyway, uh, and the last fixture: Willingdon Athletic uh, playing Hollington. Uh, uh, there's only one winner there, is it, Leon? Don't really need to say anything there. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Right then. So moving on to um, the ESFL. All these, uh, all the ESFL, kind of affected by the cup games, which we will mention after we've talked the talked the league. Uh, Rock and Roll were playing uh, Crowhurst. Uh, and well, Rock and Roll won three two. Uh, Harry Corhill Corkill Hattrick uh, with uh, Reese Johnson and Harry Lotes scoring for Crowhurst. That was at the Tyne Kiln. Uh, Roberts Bridge United were playing Bexhill Town. Um, it's a lot closer than you might have thought. I mean, bottom place Roberts Bridge nearly pulling off a result against Bexhill, um, and they were right in the game till late. Um, 
I've got the goals from Robertsbridge. That was two from Guy Ballard and one from Lewis Chapman. But Bexhill Town, as of recording, haven't put their goal scorers up. So, yeah, so Punnett's Town were playing Bexhill, double AC. It was a tight game. Uh, second off bottom, Bexhill uh, nearly getting points off Punnett's Town. I've got uh, I've got the goals for Bexhill, which is uh, two from Ben Barton, but at time of recording, Punnett's Town hadn't put their goals up. So, apologies. And that is the ESFL Prem. Any thoughts on any of those games, Leon? Uh, rock and all result was a surprise. Against Cryos. Um yeah, sort of rock and all. One one week, sort of not being able to field a team, and then sort of playing the next, sort of going in and out. But then obviously half decent because they're sort of about mid table ish. So but yeah, no, still still surprised at that. And the Robertsbridge game sounded like a good game. They were three three up at half time. Mm. Ended yeah. up losing that. So well, sounds like an entertaining one. Yeah, definitely. So then we move on to ESFL Div One. Uh, we. South Coast Atletico were entertaining Battletown Reserves. Battletown, uh, comfortable winners, uh, 2-0. Finley Garlic and Ryan Souter with the goals for Battletown. Uh, Wadhurst uh, United against AFC Gestures. Uh, game was cancelled. The reason why is the ref pulled out on the day of the game and they couldn't get a ref, unfortunately. Poor old Wads- Wadhurst couldn't find one in time. So, I don't know. Matt, the ref was only next door. Matt, the ref was only next door. They should have given him a call. So, um, eh, the top two in the league, uh, pass and move and uh, tackle away. Uh, fought to a draw, 2-2. Um, Fraser Descali and John Joe Wright with uh, for, for the Arrows. And uh, tackleway's goals were from Kale Hakos and Nathan Bossom. Right, Division 2. Third, third place, Pesh. Hill uh, struggled to beat um, bottom club Settleskin Rangers. They won 2-1 as of recording. They haven't put their goals up yet. Uh, Settleskin's goal was from Christy Walder. Uh, Settleskin also went down to 10 men fairly early in the first half. Uh, Jake Warner saw red. So uh, Settleskin remained bottom. But Victoria Baptists, uh, Big win against uh, pass and move seconds. Uh, Michael Smith with a hat-trick. Two for James Bellett and one for Joshua McDonald. Uh, the three goals for pass and move were from Callum Brand, Kelvin Lowe's and Hayden Phillips. We move on to who versus Hollington United Reserves. Controversially abandoned, apparently, uh, depending on who you listen to, uh, it's handbags happened. And it was called off, but there was also alleged headbutting and all sorts. So I, I can't, I can't speculate why that game was um, abandoned. I know that the, I think the FA have been written to, haven't they, Leon? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to speculate. Oh yeah, you, you not, the right, not the right place to speculate. Well, you don't know what's going to come of it, do you? So mm. I'm not going to speculate. <laughs> do it in private. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we move over to uh, the last game, uh, and that would be Bexhill Rovers uh, played Icklesham Casuals. Uh, Bexhill uh, Rovers run out 7-1 winners, 3-0 at half-time. Marcus uh, Powell Cullingford's got a hat-trick. Ian Stewart Powell got two. Luke Ayas and Adam Beeching with the seven goals for Bexhill. George Barrow got the goal for 
your Eccleston boys uh, to make it 3-1. And then obviously Bexhill put the game out of sight quickly after that. Um, any fallout from that game? Any conversations with your colleagues, your footballing buddies about that 7-1 defeat? I don't know, mate. I weren't there. <laughs> you're, you're denying all knowledge. Okay. <laughs> right then. Let's move on to, uh, unless there's anything you want to say about Division 2. No, obviously, you know, there's a few thumpings in there. But like you said, with Peschel, you know, Selos going to the bottom, but gave Peschel a good game. I think anyone in this division can give anyone a, a decent game. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure, no doubt, Ilkushim will will go and pick up a few results. You know, we've shown that we're capable of thumping a couple of teams. So, yeah, I think it's shaping up to be a a good, um, yeah, entertaining, entertaining season in this division, so... I mean, is it because obviously your ma- the main man wasn't available that you know could we link seven one defeat to Leon not being there? Just my my presence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just you know, you take you take away the Norvian game. Every time I've actually physically been at the game, we've we've played well, either won or drawn. When I'm not actually there, we lose. So, so th- this this Saturday is not looking good then. <laughs> Right then, uh, moving on to Division 3. Third place Parkfield uh, comes to be beat. Bottom place Westfield thirds, uh, 2-0. Uh, Marley J- Jessen got a brace. Hurstman Zoo were playing right-hand reserves and in a topsy-turvy game, top of the top of the league, Hurstman mm-hmm. Zoo could only manage a draw. 4-4, uh, the goals for Hurstman Zoo from Ryan Arnott, Sam Ellis, Robbie Hodgson and Charlie Shearing. Uh, right Town Reserves goals were from Robert Levitt with two and Ryan Dowswell with another couple. Uh, Bexhill AAC were playing Sovereign Saints. Um, despite a Charles Morgan hat trick for Bexhill that uh, couldn't stop the Sovereign Saints coming out 4 3 winners. Goals from Sovereign were from Bobby Allen, Nicholas Barden, Luke Maglon- Maglonon, and Shayan Sharifi. And that is Division 3. Well, we go to Div 4. Well, undefeated top of the league, Wellcroft. Uh, dispatched Parson move third, 6-1. Uh, 4-0 at half-time. Two goals from James Burnett. A goal from Steve Cherryman. Uh, another goal from Mark Hedges. Uh, Danielle Welsh and Charlie Fairweather. Got the six goals for Wellcroft. Uh, Parson move haven't put up their goal as of recording. Second off top, Battletown Thirds uh, struggled to defeat bottom club Hastings Athletic, uh, but just by 2-1, uh, despite taking an early 2-0 lead, uh, it was Brandon Darch and Nathan Dolby, Battletown Thirds, uh, Joel Hennessy got the goal for Hastings. Um, and this was a game where two players saw red, Rye Smith saw red for Battletown and Charles McDonald saw red for Hastings Athletic. And that is Division 4. Right, so moving on to the cup competitions. Lots of cup competitions going on. So first of all, let's go to the ESFL Challenge Cup. Uh, Westfield Reserves were playing St. Leonard Social. Uh, Westfield, Westfield Reserves winning 4-3 in extra time. Goals from Stefan Davies, Aidan James, and two, including one in extra time from Baxter Orchard, won the game for Westfield. St. Leonard Social haven't put their goals up as of time of recording. Still in the ESFL Challenge Cup, 
Uh, Hawkehurst United were absolutely thumped by Sidley. Uh, Sidley scoring six, uh, two from Logan Copley, uh, goal f- other goals from Andrew Atkins, Lewis Wade and William Witham. Won it for Sidley. Another spanking victory for Sidley, Leo. Mm. Uh, then we've got the Macron Cup fixture to finish off the first round. Uh, Rytown were playing Crowhurst Reserves. Rytown, comfortable 3-1 winners. Um, despite Crowhurst taking the lead, and that's the first time Rytown conceded a goal this season. Anton Neal put them 1-0 ahead, but then Rytown won it 3-1 with... Uh, a goal from Bradley Sayer and two from Sam Hesmer winning it for right Town. So, yeah, in the Robertsbridge Charity Cup, uh, Tysus United uh, were playing Robertsbridge United reserves. Well, Tysus winning 8 2, uh, a tidal wave of goals in the second half for, uh, for Tysus. Um, uh, goals from Benjamin Hodges, a hat trick from Joe Kennard, uh, two from Darren Nicholl. And two from George Brown scored the eight for Tysurst. Uh, Robertsbridge haven't put their goals up as of time of recording. Tackaway reserves were playing Mountfield United, and unsurprisingly, uh, Mountfield uh, winning five two. A hat trick from Jordan Brindley and two from uh, Jan Casira, with uh, Tackaway's goals from Tom Alexander and George Brooks. Uh, again, uh, we move still in the Robertsbridge Charity Cup. Uh, Burwash were playing Settlescombe Rangers development and um, Settlescombe Rangers winning. Chris Ford got the goal midway through the second half for Settlescombe. So, decent result there. Another Robertsbridge Charity Cup game. Catsfield first were playing uh, Nordium 75. Uh, Catsfield winning on penalties. Uh, it ended up 3-3 uh, in the normal time with yeah, so the goals for Catsfield, Jacob Jones, Peter Ronington and Tom Andrews, Jordan Turner, Emil Tambay, and uh, the third goal isn't up for Nordium, so we don't know who scored in uh, normal time. Uh, but then they won, Catsfield won on penalties to go through to the next round. That, that would suggest an own goal, I reckon. But we don't know who scored that own goal, so we can't name and shame. No, no, we can't. We can't finger them. All right. <laughs> Westfield Fourths were playing Orrington. Uh Orrington, well, winning 2 1. Uh was a tragedy for Westfield. Uh they conceded in the last minute of extra time to lose this one, unfortunately. Uh Orrington's goals was from Scott Brunton and Mark Selby scored in that last minute. The goal for Westfield was from Ruben Webb. It's got and a bit of snooker pun in there somewhere. Did you say Mark <laughs> Selby? Well, there you go. Mm. Yeah, you need to think of these things. Right, mm-hmm. and then Little Common Reserves were playing Sanders first in the last game of the Robertsbridge Cup. Uh, two goals from James Found for Sandhurst. Hasn't got the third one, so more than likely a, a, an own goal, but we will never know. And uh, Attilio Field scoring for Little Common. Uh, he, he does get a few goals in the old Attilio. Mm-hmm. His name just come up. Yeah. And that and that is the Robertsbridge Charity Cup. Just a quick mention that the Macron Cup, uh, the second round begins on the 5th of November. So we talk about the team of the week, ESFL team of the week. And uh, just looking at the, the the team now, we've got Kai Williams, a rock gnawing goal, a back four of uh, Brad Sayer from Rye Town, George Wilkie from Bexhill Rovers, 
Marcus Popple from Rytown, and on the right, Steve Moat of Sidley. In midfield, uh, that James Founds made the team again for Sandhurst. Uh, Bexhill Rovers is Marcus Powell Cullingford. Uh, Westfield's Aidan Janes. And on the left, we've got Finley Garlic of Battletown. Up front, for, we got Rockinor, two Rockinor in this week, uh, from Harry Corkill for that hat trick this week, and Guy Ballard of Robertsbridge United. Uh, any thoughts on that team? There's a few goals in there. Yeah. Right. And well, that, that was the week that was. Um, anything to mention before we uh, we part early on? Uh, so I'd like, like to look off Hollinson's new kit. It looks, looks quite spiffing. Okay, Let's so are you, are you are you after anything from Macron as well then? <laughs> <laughs> um, they do. Yeah, are they do honestly? Track, so yeah, yeah. We, I think we all could. The, yeah, yeah. If, if you are listening, Macron, kits. yeah, just yeah, throw us uh, some, some merch, mate. Kits, don't know. Yeah, show Masons don't use them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> support support your local business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, well, no, uh, no, it is. Uh, Again, yeah, they've got some tidy kit there. It's, it is quite nice, to be fair. But um, anyway, Leon, thanks as ever for this, and I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week.
to Tim's Takes. Reporting back on the Hastings United ladies who made the trip to Portsmouth for a third qualifying round FA Cup match against Moneyfields. Moneyfields being a National League side, two leagues above us. They ended up losing 2-0, but put in um, a very strong performance, especially in the second half. Usual sort of team with Blair Hamilton in goal and our, our full backs had Lauren Sharp and Holly Carter with Vix Phillips and Rosie Muggeridge returning to the side at centre-half. Played Izzy Burt in midfield with Charlotte Kerr and Sean Heather uh, in midfield. Jessica Bellahue started off playing further forward on the right with Nicole Bate up on the left and the young Beth Crease at centre-forward. The two goals we conceded in the first half were um, a little bit unfortunate. Probably in the first half we gave them a bit too much respect and certainly money fields were on top. Blair Hamilton had one of her busiest games in goal and made some very good saves. She's particularly good throughout the match at playing like as a sweeper role and coming out and clearing. But she had to be at her best in the first half. Second half, Hastings were much better. Then we got into the game, we made use of our young loney from Brighton, Ruby Harris, who came on for Holly Carter. Brooke Nicholson-Rogan came on for Nicole Bate up during the half. And later on, the young Nia Statton came on as well. And we created lots of chances. It's more end-to-end in the second half. And we had um, two goals disallowed for offside. One did look offside. Um, one in particular that Beth Crease scored looked as though it came from a cutback from the left wing. So as the ball was played back, she just um, played it into the net. And I thought that was a harsh decision, which would have made it pretty close. But towards the end, you would, you would say that Moneyfields were hanging on more and they got a bit ragged because of the effort um, that Hastings put in. We looked the fitter side and... Certainly, the commitment of the players, even though we're losing 2-0, they kept playing right to the 90 minutes and really put in um, an excellent display. So even though it was a defeat, there's lots of positives to come from that performance against a higher league side. It's an encouraging weekend for the men, though, of course, with those two great wins in a row. The Wingate and Finchley game was brilliant. Unfortunately, I couldn't make the... Herm Bay game, but that sounded a very convincing 3-0 win. So we look forward to Tuesday's match now. So the ladies ended up losing 2-0, so they're out the Women's FA Cup. I think they've got a league game next week. I think they're playing on the Lansing pitch against Montpellier Villa. So hopefully we'll be getting back to getting three points. OK, we're travelling back on the team coach from... Um, our cup game, ladies cup game, away to Moneyfields, um, and very lucky to have Billy with us, give his view from the dugout. Billy, what do you think of that game? Um, I, feel, uh, I don't know, I'm, like, as you can see, I'm not as, as distraught as a lot of the normally be for us. I think, um, Today we we gave a good account for ourselves. I think we we showed that we can compete with teams from higher divisions. Um, I think, with regards to tactically, 
I think I have to hold my hands up a little bit and maybe gave them a bit too much respect. Uh, with regards to our first half, we sucked, sucked deeper, we played a mid-block rather than kind of going out and like we did normally we, we, we press high and we press really, really high and um, look to win the ball in the final third and kind of get good turnovers. And today, we kind of gave them a bit of respect and let them play from the back hoping to catch them in the middle, but it didn't happen.
we're better than we, we actually maybe think we are in the, sense, in the fact that we could have gave, gave them a lot less respect. So we'll take that positivity. Gary and the lads are doing great and obviously on Tuesday we go against Park Town and suspect some positive result that night too. But yeah, look, I'm happy with today. I'm proud of my, I'm proud of my team um, and I'm proud of the um, togetherness and I think that togetherness will drag us through um, to what we really want to achieve and that's the league success. Thanks a lot, Billy. And now, um, yeah, we'll uh, just show you a quick shot from the coach and, and the noise. Yeah, the noisy bunch. And the noisy bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. to the SBTS Fan Roundtable and many thanks to Big Malk, Willsey, Windy and Matt, he has a band, for making it happen. You weren't at the game yesterday, were you, Malk? No, no, no. I couldn't get there, I can't drive, so hmm. um, I asked Craig to take me and um, he takes Breffo and, 
and all that. So he didn't have room for me. So he just left me there. Room for his own dad. I know. His own I mean, if this goes out, I don't want anyone to say anything to him and make him feel bad or anything like that. (laughs) The times I took him around the country to play football and all that, and and then when I need him, he's not there for me. You know, I mean, unbelievable but, stuff. No, you'll experience it with your children when they get older. All forty-seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a bus. Oh, yeah, don't. that's it. Saying that, my 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 eldest lad, I took him to the game yesterday. Oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he studies at Canterbury, and he's uh, they're off, aren't they? So um, he come he come yeah. over. He he got well into the game. It was. He thought we got robbed, so they did. Yeah, right. From the, from the angle I was sitting, that that definitely looked like that had gone over the line as well, as well as the handball. Yeah, I well, mean, the commentary uh, was saying that it had gone over the. There's a goal. It's gone over the. Yeah. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. No, it hasn't. And if Adam could see us lot on the other end going, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. got to hear his um, his commentary for that goal or the non-goal as it was. Mm. Um, even, even he, the music, even the music started playing that they played for a goal. Yes, we well, said. I'm so sure it was because the music started playing. Yeah. He said, "But no, it's not. They've carried um, on." No, it's. It, I, I, I'm not sure it went over, but there was the hand of God was and there. Definitely. Who? Lilana Lighthall. Do you know what's funny? It's like. Well, Keith's Keith's going to be listening. He's one one of my all time greatest fans. Some of the things that Keith looks at on Twitter, let's just say, are um, slightly racy occasionally. Yeah, and so I I get um, I get like these tweets come over, and um, these people friending me, you know, on Twitter. Oh, yeah. you know. No, they're, they're worth a second look, you know. But... <laughs> it happens on Instagram as well. <laughs> yeah, you've got your mates looking at things. Next thing you've got these people trying to follow you. And you think, who are you? I don't know you. I wish I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get to know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one's called Lil- Lilana Lighthall. Blimey. Blimey. She's a keeper. Right. You'll know a lot about this gentleman. With um, Neil uh, Cudgley going from uh, Folkestone. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a shock. Well, um, yeah, it is a shock, only because he's been there so long. Um, mm. But I think there's a lot more going on behind the scenes at uh, at Folkestone than we're, we're hearing about, and I think that's probably one of them. Um, yeah. Because didn't the owner, didn't the owner go a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, he walked out a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? So, um, and Neil's been there a long time and, you know, it's just something not quite right down there. Um, but yet to find out, I may never find out. Mm. I mean, I've heard some whispers. Oh, hello. I've heard some whispers from um, Folkestone fans that the chairman had said that to Neil that you need to go. And then when he didn't go, he went. Oh, right, yeah. I can imagine that was, um, that was probably said. Just, sorry, Matt. We're just having a quick conversation about Neil Cugley going from uh, Folkestone. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's a bit of 
you know, 26 years. I mean, that's amazing. Mm. Yeah, that's Fergie levels, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they, they were all right. They hadn't started so well this season, but, you know, it wasn't unturnaroundable, was it? So early no, in the game that's... season. Some big budgets there, aren't there? And, um, you know, a lot of paying big wages and, yeah, and they're not doing it, are they? So, um, someone had to go for that, didn't they? Or, you know, someone's got to pay for that. Oh, there he is. Hello, hey, John. Hello. Oh, Hi, John. I can take your <laughs> yeah. time, will you? Well, he's trying to exclude me. He's making out he's sent emails and everything, and he hasn't. It's Gents, dead. gents, tell him. Well, got it. We saw it on there. Saw your name on there, mate. Yeah, it came up once, uh, uh, like 10 minutes after he'd sent two of them, you know. He's, he's, there's a conspiracy going on fake, here. Fake news as well. He's tried to stitch me up as well, Wills. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm so... a man of integrity. You're supposed to say something there. Right, anyway. <laughs> what, what is hanging on your walls <laughs> behind you there, John, Wills? Pardon? What have you got hanging on your walls behind yeah, well, you? Sex aids, isn't it? What the bloody sex instruments, aren't they? <laughs> Hang on, sex instruments, eh? And, and where did you get them? All I say is you must lead what? funny lives if they're sex instruments. Long swords. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> we can see now. Have you, got, you got bloody swords on your wall for? Well, I, I, you know, people uh, after Find me. Find it I, in. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well yeah mental health act um will be around in a little while john right anyway gentlemen anyway it gives me great pleasure <laughs> to do episode 81 of the fan round table with the beautiful matt john malk and the some well the somewhat beautiful johnny wills uh hello gentlemen Thanks for coming on. So, uh, chaps, uh, we lost yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, Potter's Bar, uh, I think that was a robbery. Uh, we were not helped by Ref, Lino. The fact that we missed lots of chances, you know, hit the bar, hit the crossbar as well, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Adam shot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, first of all, let's let's talk about that. Who wants to kick off on the Potters Bar game? You say we lost, and on paper we did, but I thought that was one of the best actual performances that I've seen us play over 90 minutes. Uh, in a long time, I thought we were really, really good. Mm. Uh, losing was unjust, wasn't it, to yeah. be fair? Potters Bar must have been laughing, getting on the yeah. bus afterwards, thinking, how the how the hell have we done that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. I've seen us um, play... Worse than win <laughs> before, a lot worse than win, you know. So, I suppose it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? But we were robbed. But it was such a positive, high pressing game we played in the first half, and I've never seen us so so much in, in their box. You know, there was TC, um, there, you know, there was just a um, and it just seemed like that way to me, and um. You know, sometimes the, the chances go in, don't they? Sometimes not. And that curling shot from Sammy Adams, oh. we were right behind the goal. And yeah. you think, curl a bit more, a bit more. And um, But 
so we went in at half time, really thinking we we should have sneaked one, if not two, shouldn't we? With that domination, and that and that's dominating a team that if they win, they go first, uh, which is incredible. You know, you know, it just shows it shows we got no one to fear, doesn't it? In this mm. league, we've not been played off the park by anyone. I know we lost 3-0 to Hornchurch, but that was with a man down early on, wasn't it? Yeah, Sammy Adams run, run his arse off the game before. And like you talk about high press, John, he was he was causing all sorts of mischief, mischief up front. And I mean, I felt that as a team, like Nori wasn't, wasn't fit and we didn't really use him. So we were playing with 10 versus 11, I felt. And... It was a, it was a fantastic. The link up play with TC. I mean, Jake Elliott uh, yeah. was very impressive. Again, Breffo had a good game. It, you know, obviously uh, Junior Stone. You know, the, the Hasler was pinging the ball, God, pinging the balls those, around. Those passes just nuts, aren't they? And I mean, Kane Penn's runs on that that left that left side. Yeah, it's just fantastic. I mean, it was. It was just, and then and then they get a free kick. A suspicious free kick against top TC. They go hit the hits the wall and goes the opposite direction and goes in for them. And you just think, oh, what? How cruel can football be at times? Did they have a feeling it had going to be one of those games when that happened, though? Yeah. Yeah. You know, from that moment, it's almost turned the game a bit actually because they they were starting to come back into it a little bit when we when they had that free kick. Mm. And we took a while to get going again in the second half, didn't we? I thought we did. Yeah. We, we, it wasn't the same pace as it was in the first half. It's something just changed a bit, but no, what lack of effort. But I just think that's like with Sammy. Sammy's, well, how old is Sammy now? Is he 30? 35, five, yeah. 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 You, you, can't, you can't run like that the whole no. game. So obviously that slowed down. I mean, he's still. I think they, t- they tell him to go as mad as you can for 60 minutes. You know that's all you're going to get, and he and he just does it. He, he probably could do it for ninety if they said, but what know. an engine! And on you, him. Yeah, just, what was it like for um, no out and out strikers? I mean, for somebody that wasn't there, and when you looked at the team sheet, and then uh, obviously Popey wasn't playing, and it, we just had nobody. Um, False nine, mate. Nobody False nine, that's score it. goals really. <laughs> Should but, we say, but. I thought I was watching um, TC because he was playing up front as well, wasn't he? And his movement, I was just incredible. You know, he's making such such good runs, and he was unlucky a few times not to get you know clear through. But mm. yeah, yeah, it was good. Just for those, you know, there's be people uh, I mean, might be people listening to this who don't know them mm. why Pope wasn't playing. He was, he was sick, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. apparently. So just to clarify that. For those who'd like to know from other sources, I oh, don't. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, with with the way it was set up, I'll be honest. We, oh, I was a bit, Christ, this is you know how's this yeah. going to go? But honestly, with I mean, again, I'm bringing Sammy Adams up. Sammy Adams called them all sorts of problems, oh. particularly if they were if we were playing the more direct ball. He was <laughs> into their defenders and second ball. We were winning those second balls. Yeah. TC was getting the flicks, and like. <laughs> You know, TC's obviously a cultured player, um, just getting that opportunity to run at people, and that's what we want. Uh, you know, but Jake Elliott was helping out greatly. Um, it was, it a, was a fantastic battle between Kane Penn and their right back. Mm. They look they look very similar in size, and, and 
just I was on that side in the first half watching them, and they they're like going head to head with each other for virtually forty five minutes. Brilliant! Just that. Right, he's coming that on level. so much. He's coming it's on amazing. so much. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Well, Craig just, said they were unreal when I spoke to him this morning. Mm. Um, Craig said they were actually a unreal first half. Um, yeah. The best that he's known them play. So that's come from the players as well. They feel that, you know, it was uh, it was unreal. And he said that uh, they absolutely battered them. Yeah. Um, there were two of the dodgiest, silliest goals um, went against them. And yep. um, there was a, he said it was a, a definite handball um, in added time. So, yeah, that, that was his run down on the game, if you like, you know, but he felt that the first half was the best that they'd played, certainly this season. Well, we we walked off, at, I don't know who I was walking back at first half with at the end of the first half, and yeah, we were losing 1-0, but we were like, what what, what half of football, you know, yeah. we, we can't we can't lose this game, do you know what I mean? Like, no. And, well, we did. <laughs> but, yeah. Hopefully that's our luck. That you know all the bad luck and all the dodgy refereeing decisions and Lino stuff. Hopefully that has been encapsulated in one game. Yeah, and we won't have any of that for the rest of the season. And even losing, even at the final whistle. You know, I think I went out of the ground in a bit of a huff, but it's more more with the ref than the mm. they want the team. That's for sure. They they did they couldn't have done much more really. I mean, yeah, we had a few chances that probably should have put away. Mm. Um. There's a little oh, bit. Of, I was watching them shooting at the beginning, you know, warm up at the beginning of the game. They had about 10 minutes where they were just banging them in against Louis, and one after the other was all going in. And I thought, great, this is looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite materialise, but, you know, it's going to happen. It is. I think with, if Ben had been playing today, yesterday as well, it would have made a big difference, definitely. Yeah, well, that's um, the importance of having a squad, isn't it? What do you think yeah. of the new guys then? One's a signing, one's a loan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Chilladu McKenzie and De Niro Pinto. Look, McKenzie, he looked useful. And the other one was... Robert De Niro. Yeah. What I thought was quite impressive, you, you know, they, they must have had very little time to familiarise themselves with the squad and also playing the system. But it must be quite a quite a system really they come in first game debuts and and they did what they had to really uh, it must take a while for someone to settle in but the the team kept its shape and I thought the longer the game went on there was only t- one team that was going to score score and it was us and um, and the disappointment when you look back there was I can't remember any other chart, clear-cut chances they had. No, they didn't have any. The two that they scored, really, and one was a fluke. Um, the other goal looked pretty decent, didn't it? Um, but, nah, but Laps, wasn't it? it, it As first fans, we call that the classic West Ham smash and grab, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this Pinto, he, he, he looks like he can cross a ball. And, um, yeah. you know, he's, he's got a bit he of pace on him. times as well, didn't he? He had a nice little bit of skill. Yeah. To sort of this man. And the goal came from him yeah, giving it to Kenzie and squaring yeah. it across. Um, Kane Penn got the goal, didn't he? He did, yeah. Kane, Another yeah. Go- I mean, how many is that? Is that three in a row now? Three in a row, yeah. Fuck it now. 
that boy's a good one. Get, get him in a contract. Uh, I'll tweet that when you send that up, you know, to the mates of score a cane pen. Hmm. <laughs> People thinking it's from Spurs, you know. <laughs> it's another cane pen. <laughs> Mark, is he on your books yet? <laughs> oh, pen. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on a while, mate. Ah, yeah. Good. Yeah, that's it. So you're you're not daft, mate. Yeah, no. they, look, they look like good good new players. Um, to Pinto, especially out in the out in the wing, I thought he looked quite fast. But where you're saying, John was saying about they they haven't they've got to have time to adjust. It's the same with the players, isn't it? They've got to know how these players like to run and you know what, what spaces they run into. It's not going to happen straight away. It doesn't always happen that quickly. But it's nice to have a couple of. Players, I don't know how because the Pinto's on a, a, a loan, isn't he? So I don't know how long that'll be for. Is it a month, perhaps two months? Yeah, I think he's because he's from East Mumbai. Yeah, I think yeah. he's. I think he's still on their their books. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's um, you know, we don't want to. We haven't got loads of money, have we? So we don't want to rush into oh, getting exactly. people on permanent deals and that. But and hopefully, you to, and you don't want to be losing players because they're getting a bit, you know, fed up because they, you know, if they're sitting on the bench for two, I mean, look at Finn. <laughs> You know, he's he's sitting there, but he's contracted. So I suppose he's going to be around for a little bit longer, isn't he? This, this, this 2022 talk, your patience. People have patience. You yeah. bide your time, you're going to get there. You know, it's a it's long right. season. Exactly. I think Finn would understand that, obviously, it was unlucky that he got his suspension because he didn't, it, you know, it's a ball straight at him, wasn't it? Yeah. And since Alex has come in... They conceded two goals in eight games before last night, didn't they? Yeah. And to to drop any of that back line who were being watertight, yeah, you wouldn't do it. Would you? Dropping a striker that's banging in a hat trick, yeah. isn't it? You, yeah. I think Finn would, would be savvy to that, and I, I think he'll play or hopefully at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Always be plays and the new players start the game. Just uh you know, mix it up. It's a cup. It's a trophy match. It'd be nice to progress, but you've got to try these players out on games like that. You've not got a lot of those sort of games coming up, ever. I'd like to see James Hull get a game, to be honest. Yeah, uh, he looked otherwise... quite sharp. He came on, didn't he? He looked quite sharp. Mm. Yeah. He was on. Yeah. But, um, and then getting back to Norrie again, I thought, although he's carrying an injury, his movement was quite good again. And just, oh, I don't know that... about that. I won't, yeah. I won't you think? No. Yeah, I didn't think he was. I thought he was all right. No, I was on the other side of the pitch, though. The other side, but no, but, it, didn't, it didn't look like he wanted the ball. It uh, did look like he was carrying a knock or something. It did look. Mm. Sorry, Nori's mum. Sorry if you hear this. Get off that motorbike. Get off that motorbike. Don't come for me. All right. I think he just needs a injection of self belief at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you know. If he scores a goal, you know, that could be something that would lift lift his confidence, really. But it's a tough league, though, to go up a whole step. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely more physical, which I thought overall we were fantastic at last night. You know, they they didn't bully us at all. We it was, you know, we were holding our own. And but I think, like people said, uh, um, Kane Penn's heading towards being a, a bick of a hero, isn't he? I've been thinking that for ages, but <laughs> right. right. Anyway. Another I think another unsung hero, you don't sort of 
when he's playing, he's very quiet, but he he does such a lot of work. It's um, Ryan Worrell. Mm. He, he was working his you know socks off last night, and there wasn't much getting past him. I mean, you need players like that, don't you, in this league? Don't stop running, just keep going. And he, I think I think he understood the uh, the change of shape that they had so well because there was times that he. He was almost buzzing around in that number four position, wasn't he? Like the old McAlealy spot or That's whatever, it, yeah. like the bottom of the diamond. And yeah, when the defenders split out, he dropped between them. When they changed to back four, he was pushing forward. He was getting good, you know, movement on the ball. And to understand how all of his players are moving when they've not got the ball and still be in the right position all the time to use it, he was really good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Mm. Yeah. Great, great defensive unit we've got right now. The, the, like, you know, Jake Kelly, oh. uh, the rest of them are... They're all solid, aren't they? And they cover for each other. If one happens to be out of position, nine times out of ten, somebody's dropped back. So it's a good spot for you guys, Brian Wall, because I think he's looking like he's coming back into the form that he was in a, a few seasons ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, that bad injury, didn't he? And that's great to see. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so let's look forward to Burgess Hill. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're struggling, aren't they? I think they're... lower lower mid table. Yeah, obviously I mean, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything because it's trophies and you never know, do you? <laughs> but, well, it depends what side we put out, isn't it? So yeah, I think uh, they're fun actually. I I don't think they're str- they were struggling near the foot of the table, but their last six games, I believe they've had like three wins, three draws, or something like that. Yeah, they're fourth in their in their form guide. So mm. last six, they've yeah. They're not doing too bad. But they're coming to a fortress pilot field, so... Yeah. Well, 303, we got a terrific away record, but, um, yeah, I I think um, it's going to be an interesting game. You know, they're, they're the underdogs, <laughs> and um, they it's, it's kind of a huge match for them, isn't it? And the FA Trophy is such a... It's such a... Um, valuable thing to do well in isn't it I don't mean financially I just mean if you can have a good run we're coming up against the top teams now mm. what well, I mean how much do we get for winning this round does anyone know uh, no. so I thought I saw somebody say a grand for each one round but I'm not sure about that oh, okay it's 60,000 if we win it 40,000 we runners up here's one of those trophies we've never really done Anything special? Well, wasn't that, no, wasn't that that game when um, Rodari got seven or nine? Oh yeah, was it in a trophy? No, was it, or was it in the bars? Uh, I think that was um, the Sussex Senior Cup, wasn't it? I think. Can't remember actually. Yeah, draw for that comes out Saturday night. No, was it? Yeah, Sussex Senior Cup. So we're not in that as well, are we? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the only, time I've, game. the only time I've promised that I'll ever go to the Brighton Stadium. <laughs> Should we get to the final? <laughs> Obviously, a game we should win. Yeah, we're we're a yeah. superior side. Um, I mean, what, what do you chaps think? I mean, I would personally, I think we should be playing some of the squad players. You know, giving James Hull a guy game. Obviously, give some more minutes for these new players. Maybe give Finn a game. I mean, what what do yeah, we all yeah. think on this? I think so. Definitely. I think for the velocity cup, then that's definitely going to be the case, isn't it? We've got like two games a week for the next four or five weeks, haven't we? So, you know, just making sure that there's less chance of some of our key players not getting injured is uh, yeah, 
probably yeah. important as well, isn't it? We're not, yeah, because we haven't got a massive squad. So, who have we got next week? It's Billerica, isn't it? Midweek, yeah, yeah. What do we reckon, Malk? Come on, you're keeping quiet here. What do we think? I think you've got to play some of the um, the fringe players if you like, but uh, it's difficult because uh, um, you want them fringe players to um, to be able to come in. Um, into a game with all the other players. If it, if it was a league game or if you want them to come into a league mm. game, you want them to slot in nicely. What you don't want them to do is to um, play this week with eight changes, if you like, mm. um, and they're, they're not getting that atmosphere of <coughs> slotting in. So it, I think half and half, perhaps Finney uh, and um, James uh, and, you know, like one or two, but not but too not many. Not too many. Not too many. Uh, no. no. You know, just keep me um, and win this um, this game, if you like. I mean, the trophy is a nice to win or nice to have a run. And if you get the uh, the Ebbs Fleet or the Maidstone and, and, and them type of teams, you know, they're nice to go and pick your wits against. But I, I don't think, you know, unless you're you're sort of right up there and you've got a chance of winning it, you know, where I think the, the league is more important. So, yeah, yeah just put one or two. Just okay. looking at um, Billericay, actually talking. Uh, I don't know if you're planning to go on to that one next, Chris, but they're they're doing all right again. <laughs> they're third oh, in the right. form form guide. This seems to be whoever we play or above us in the form guide. <laughs> Just bloody sods law, isn't it? Yeah, Billericay's the Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the Billericay, you're but glad it's now and not January and February. <laughs> it's, it's slightly tad warmer than Canvey Island, but <laughs> Ficky Billericay. That's a tricky. It's a tricky. Is it to Billericay? Okay, right. So, well, I've, I've got a couple of things I wanted to talk about here. I've just got to mention that the fan forum is coming up. And it's going to be in November. That's the Supports Club fan forum date to be a, to be arranged. There's quite a few things I'm sure people want to talk about, you know, in terms of, say, away travel and the cost of it, the club website, how, how they put out information and how much communication the club has with the fans. Uh, and obviously, there's uh, I know one of John Mills's things, which is the club badge. I know he uh, you like to talk about that occasionally, don't you, John? No. What do you mean? What's this badge? Uh, <laughs> okay, no, no. Um, but, uh, again, well, something could be raised at the fan forum about the badge, couldn't it, uh, John? Well, I, well, I think so. I mean, it was interesting. Chris gets upset if I say this, but um, the people yeah. who made comments and voted on that. Um, Facebook Hastings United fan thing. I mean, it was you were talking about eighty-two percent that are saying they would they want the old badge back, and I, I think that's that's Go, at least goes maybe, nowhere though. That's my point. It goes nowhere. It's a saint on oh, Facebook. Oh, sorry, sorry, did someone interrupt me? Sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, but at least makes it a point of discussion, doesn't it? If you were if you owned a football club, you'd you'd want to hear the, what the fans say uh, and and look at that but um but yes i i mean i some people like disney i know that but um you know it's 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 not to me that old badge it said a lot about the team didn't it you know it was about local history and that the sussex connections um and it's it's not I, I think um, a lot of people just like it. I mean, I don't know what but, people... 
Okay, just quickly, yeah. Obviously, we've talked about this before, yeah. But the the what my point being is, what if you want to do this? That's why I'm putting it out on this because I want other people to hear about it. That you, if you want to do that, start a petition, John. Get names down, numbers, and then you can talk to the club about that. Because getting something on Facebook where thirty people comment on it means absolutely nothing. There wasn't thirty. How many was it then? I think it was 118. Okay, how many people come to a game? How many? I mean, it's all right walking about with a bit of paper, but who, you know, who... It's engaging with people, John. It's engaging and getting... Because you know what? Some people might not agree with you. People as well. I mean, people... um, It's obviously... It might not be... It might not be 100% people like the badge or don't like the badge and things like that. That's just my point. Yeah, and what I've asked you is if... I don't know how how I'd go about doing it, but I I think it. I don't know whether anyone else feels it. It is worth worth more comments, more discussion, or whether we're just happy with that. <laughs> I, I I do think on with it, longer term fact that you know had the claret and blue strip had the. Um, you know that badge and 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 it's may maybe it's something closer to hearts but you know it, there was a lot of changes that the fans weren't consulted about but that's at least we've still got the pilot field at the moment yeah but even that's not called a pilot field is it isn't it's it not, what's it called a different now, name there isn't it something continental something or other okay yeah. that feels now isn't it pilot field i think yeah it's always a pilot field. these grumbles so anyway look all these grumbles yeah that's it. What I want you to bring, I want all of you, anyone listening or watching, come to a fan forum, bring all this stuff in, all these things, and let's, let's see if we make some progress and, you know, so we can put a few of these things to bed. Like, there's been lots of moans that we get on the old forum about communication from the club. Maybe I'll see if I get Billy to come along and um, we can discuss that in a sensible fashion. That's what. On the side, I much prefer like the badge to be embroidered. I think it's just you know have, like, the vinyl stick on sticker. I I don't really like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Designed, but do you know what I mean. Like a badge should be embroidered, shouldn't it? In my opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've got about eighteen of them, haven't you? Eighteen shirts in your family, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> got a few, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not bringing this up because uh, well, I'm I'm going to go at the club or anything. It is just that we're going to have the fan forum coming up. I want to start talking about it because you know it's get people together, and we might not all agree, but we can talk about it sensibly, hopefully. Yeah, like last time, eh, John? <laughs> <laughs> last time it, it weren't that was sensible. Anyway, but, um, chaps, anything else we want to talk about? Did you say I wasn't sensible last time? <laughs> No, talk about it. And, oh, fucking hell. Chris, remember, Can't you remember they all had a go at me? Can't you remember? Yeah, right, go on. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Matt. I said he's in a room full of swords, mate. Be careful. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> he's, he, oh, he's the Highlander. He's the no. Highlander, isn't he? He looks a little bit like... Uh... You know what? You've got to play in the tunes now, don't you, this week? What one? <laughs> Temple Tudor. Swords of a Thousand Men. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. On a positive note, look yeah. at the club shop. See, I do buy, you know, even though, apart from the Disney stuff, they had this in here. Um, can anyone see that? Yeah, yeah, we see it. It's cool, actually. 
I thought it was brilliant because yeah. it's it not Ashford colours, is it? Found it in the bottom of a box somewhere. It's Ashford colours. That's Ashford colours, isn't it? No. See what that bad. It's a beauty, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's got our old bads there. Yeah. Our real. And um, yeah, I just thought it was really nice. But they, it must Did you pay be, for I'll, it? Did you pay for it, John? What are you saying now? I'm I used, saying you're dodgy, aren't you? Used my sword and they gave to me. <laughs> I know times are hard, but we went to look at John in a silhouette all night and then he turns that light on just as we're going. Yeah. We <laughs> see him now. <laughs> well, you know, light on This is missus. You won't let him turn the light on. Five pence. Yeah, we get a candle, then you get the warmth as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, chaps, if we've got nothing else, I will bid you adieu. Right then, take care, Matt, John, the other Adios, John, guys. and of course, Big Mount. Uh, take care, see you yeah. at the games. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Whoever you're going to watch this week, make sure you're loud and proud. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs>